What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Zara Streets with Sir Kujo. As usual, we are broadcasting from Zara Streets headquarters, Johannesburg, South Africa. South Africa finally rolled out its vaccination program with the first health worker and the first citizen taking the jab. Although late, I guess it's better late than never. Markets took a breather from the rally witnessed over the past trading sessions and closed in the red, although slightly. The JC Oshane index was in the red, marginally so, and closed at 67,110 points. The Nasdaq Composite Index was trading just at under 1% in the red. The S&P 500 was also trading slightly in the red at 3,922 points, crude oil was firmer, 1% in the green, closing it, trading at $64.39. Gold was uh, trading in the red at just over 2%, trading at $1,773. Zao was weaker against the greenback, trading at 14 Rand and 67 cents. JC total trade deal value was at 26 billion. 6 billion up from the previous day session, showing healthy liquidity in the stock exchange. The day's biggest winners were Renegen. Renegen closed 16% in the green to close the trading session at 20 rands. Bell closed in the green at 14% to close trading session at 10 rand and 50 cents. East Platts closed the trading session in the green at 12% to close trade at 4 rand 75. ARB closed the trading session at 11% in the green to close at 4 and 68 cents. Mastag closed at 80% in the green to close trade at 9 rand 97 cents. Vaccination is finally underway in South Africa. Although there is a lot of skepticism among the population, it is, however, seen as the first cornerstone to revive the economy and ease restrictions placed since March 2020. Citibank has been blocked from claiming 500 million dollars it paid in error to several companies. The judge called it, and I quote, a banking error of perhaps unprecedented nature and magnitude. Berkshire Hathaway. Warren Buffett's investment conglomerate revealed big new investment in energy giant Chevron and Verizon. U.S. airlines carried 60% fewer passengers than it did in 2019 due to coronavirus. In April 2020, its passengers declined by 96.1%. Adidas, one of the world's largest sporting brands, is putting its Reebok brand up for sale. The business is being reportedly valued at $1.2 billion. Corporate earnings, British American Tobacco, one of brands like Dunhill, Kent and Lucky Strike said it increased profit by 10% year on year despite a five-month ban on cigarette sales in South Africa. Cigarette sales grew in countries like the US, Brazil, Turkey, Bangladesh and Russia, but this was offset by sales in its duty-free shops due to travel restrictions. 
while global sales declined by 5%, it was able to tap on its pricing power and increase prices to offset the loss of sales. Its profit before tax hit 8.6 billion pounds or 176 billion rands, almost 16 billion rand more than the year before. It gained three more customers for its non-traditional products, including vapor across the world. The shares were trading 5% in the red after posting the results. Although cash remains highly cash generative, declining volumes of cigarette sales over the last decade and new product offerings remain relatively small in group sales contribution. Tiger Brands, SA's biggest food producer, said it expects headline earnings per share from continuing operations to be 20% higher for six months and March. Despite strong sales increase for the quarter of 12.1% ended December 20, it has seen a poor start uh, performance in January. The sales growth was on the back of price inflation of 9% and volume growth of just 2.6%. The group remains confident initiatives embarked upon will deliver improvements. The group is exiting various businesses, including its meat business that was rocked by Listerosis. Shopify, Canada, Canada-based company, said it earned an adjusted $1.58 per share in the fourth quarter up a staggering 267% from the year earlier. Revenue jumped 94% or close to 100% to $977 million, almost a billion, the company said. The results beat analyst expectations. Uh, Shopify management was not able to give future earnings guidance and the shares closed in the red at 3.3%. Imara Diversified Real Estate Investment Trust headline earning per share decreased by 6.1% to 80 cents for the six months ended 31 December 2020. Earnings per share decreased by 100% to 46 cents for the period. The company did, however, declare a dividend of 52 cents a share for the six months, mm-hmm. which is a decrease of 13.9%. The company experienced better rental collection of 99% than the 80% anticipated. Whether bullish or bearish, whether speculator or investor, profits are all that matters. Thank you for tuning in to the Zar Streets Business Show and we'll see you on the next one.